Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Uh, it's a live show now as we get going on a Friday to start things off here. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor in here in just a second. Ryan Brown, Rockstar, Forrester, Lunsford, Tyler, EG, and Taylor Korn handling everything social media as we get going on a Friday that goes into a uh, major Major weekend in college basketball. We'll talk more basketball with Ron Slay coming up in a moment. Uh, we'll hear from Auburn coach Hugh Freeze and others uh, about Auburn spring practice. And we'll talk about Alabama starting their spring drills on Monday and a little bit more college football. But let's start off with the NFL a little bit here because I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the rule changes, proposals, and everything that is going on in the NFL. It continues to be a talking point. At the combines, because everybody's there and everybody's getting interviewed and stuff. Um, and you guys may have talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, the fumble through the end zone rule. We not did gonna, not. Not going to change. Uh, it's not. I thought there was. Uh, I thought there was some forward momentum for that, which I think is the worst rule in all of sports. Not going to change. Not going to change. And I get asked all the time how I would fix it when yeah. I bitch about it. Because we had a high profile game. What was it? it? Was the Chiefs right? Chiefs and Bills. Uh, Chiefs and Bills. Yeah. Uh, we it. That, changed is, the game. that comes up more than – and it was somebody else. It was the Ravens. Yeah, but the Chiefs win that game against the Bills, not going away, but they win it comfortably without well, that play. I mean, yeah. I think Zay Flowers, if he gets in instead oh, of fumbling yeah, right they, there, they might I, beat the Chiefs. I think they beat the Chiefs, and yeah. I think the entire dynamic of the football season has completely changed. So two really big yeah. playoff moments. Happens there. all the times. I agree. I thought there was momentum. I mean, I don't know how you would fix it. I've always said you should be penalized. Multiple but take ideas. It, take it back to whatever down it was, and you get the ball on the 20. Uh, so you're going backwards 20 yards. Yeah, multiple ideas. I mean, I could give you 10 ideas that are better than what we do right now yeah um, i think the fairest one the fairest one is obviously the down counts and you maybe get a five-yard penalty down counts but five-yard penalty so if i'm stretching out at the one and it goes out of bounds and it was second down it is now third down and goal from the five and a half Six. Why would you not just officiate it like you do everywhere else? Well, because everybody gets hung up on the fact that it's in the end zone. So I'm trying to, because I agree with you. Like if I fumble out of bounds on the half yard line, where do I get the ball? Yeah. You should get it at the half yard. You do. You shouldn't. You do. Uh, But if I fumble on the other side of the pylon, the other team gets it at the 20. That has never once made sense. I I do think there's some element of excitement about it. If it's your team, you're stomach completely drops so i think you should be punished maybe a little bit more yeah. to keep some of that excitement but again if you're going back 20 yards big difference the olive branch to me is giving the ball on the five to the people that are like oh there should be a penalty i've just never agreed that the defense should be rewarded for that most i would say probably now roman harper is a little bit different in the the uh, rocky stop play but when you guys say probably 75% of the time, it's just the guy holding the ball out and he loses control, if not more than 75%, rarely do you see a defender come in and swat it out of his hands and it goes through the end zone. Now, if the defense recovers in the end zone, obviously it should be their ball in the 20. I'm right. cool with that. 
But if the defense doesn't recover it, I just never understand why they get the ball. I think it's such a such a bad rule. Well, doesn't matter. It's nope, sticking. not changing. Tush push. Going to hang around. I don't know how you would officiate that any differently, Lance. Yeah. I mean, look, it's... We'd have to go back to what the rule was where you used to not be able to push a guy forward. Yeah, but it's still... It, it's a rule based on knee-jerk because one team was having success converting these third and shorts and fourth and shorts with the Philadelphia Eagles. And this is almost... One of the most embarrassing situations I've seen in the last five years in sports was what happened this past weekend with Duke and Filipowski and John Shire. I mean, it was a complete joke. I know you guys bought in early and thought he was hurt. I did buy in early. Yeah, but, you know. For, he, for, he only played, I think, 30 minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, night. seriously, for us to talk about completely changing a rule, and that basically took sports media by hostage for a day. I mean, it goes back to LSU-Texas A&M, seven overtimes, we get rid of that. A bad pass interference call in the 2018 NFC Championship game with the Rams and Saints. We completely changed that. I Just because I think of one situation, I don't think you can completely change everything. Can I blow your mind on something? Yeah. That I, and I'm, I am old, old. That does not blow my mind, Jim. And, and I'm wearing a hat that is debatable whether it's ugly or not. I just oh, said no, it's is. ugly. What did you say? And it's very itchy. Where did you get that thing? Uh, from the rough. Where did you get that? It was a gift to me. And I got, I got a theory on this gift. Do you see if okay. I'm right about this? It was a gift to me. Should I tell who it was from? I bet I can guess. Hey, will you throw me the hat real quick? I just want to look at one thing. It, throw me the hat. It, it, it is the rare. I'll tell you as I throw it to you. It is the rare master's hat if you're listening to us, uh-huh. but it has a very fall design and feel to it, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Masters oh, yeah. are things spring and summer. Yeah, throw it to me. I just want to look at one thing without... No, it's, it's, it's official. I was looking no, for... No, it's official. Yeah, I thought this might be a knockoff, but Masters, <coughs> no. anything they sell at Augusta only has the Masters logo I don't, in it. There's I no don't brand. think Al Servick would wear this. No, but I, let me... Do you? <laughs> don't tell him you're Jewish. It's an yeah. exclusive club. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you what I think happened with this hat. All right? I think this hat, it was a gift to me from my friend, the guy who changed my golfing life, John. And his wife, Lauren, who went to the Masters two years ago. Okay. If you notice, this is the first time I've worn it. First day of March, I thought I'd bring out a hat. Yeah. It needs to be cold, but springtime. It's a fall. <laughs> it's got an open back. I feel bad now. Yeah. I, John and Lauren are awesome They're people. They're awesome people. But maybe they were trying to match your, your style sense. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't wear a lot of plaid. With an ugly hat. Um, here's what I think happened. Yeah. I am, I am a friend of theirs. They're friends of mine. We'll, we'll forever be friends. Terrific people. But I think they caught themselves buying gifts for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And this hat. Was the last one? Was, no, it was on the rack that was like 75% off or 50% off. Yeah, because it's expensive at Augusta. Yeah. If you start ripping through the old merch, uh, and, merch and building. I, because this looks like, you know, you come up with a hat design. And then they put 100 of these out in the yeah. shop. And 99 of them are still there at the end of uh, the year. And you're like, well, we probably need to sell this at cost. And this one didn't work. Well, that's the first time you've worn it, right? First time in two years. And yeah. you're not going to get lice. You don't have any hair. I so, like, I bet somebody would trade you. Because that's one of those unique hats. People might be like, damn, I love that hat. Yeah, I thought I, I had seen you wear it before. I, I may have worn it in one post game. You did. Because uh, it jumped out at me. Yeah. One post game basketball from my from my upstairs, yeah. where I floated it out to see if I could wear it in the wild. But I but I love John and Lauren, and it was, you know oh, yeah. that's the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the thought that counts. No, I say so if you ever get in, hat. <laughs> invited to do, if you ever hit the uh, the senior tour circuit, the champions right. tour, yeah, that's and a, you ever do the body issue like Gary Player did, yeah, just yeah. wear that hat. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Hat but, a club. But I was walking out today, and I said, you know what? 
I'm old. It's March 1st, coming off of a leap day. I was up late watching um, old college football games last night. What'd you watch? Did, did you drink your prune juice this morning? Yeah. So I was. Uh, I, I said to myself, if I'm ever going to wear this hat, uh-huh. today is the day. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, and I didn't want to wear it next week when you're not here, Brown. You're on vacation. That yeah. I, I wanted full, full throttle. So thank you, John and Lauren, for a conversation hat. Now, you realize I don't beat you up as much when Brown's here, though. Yeah, 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 that's why yeah. you didn't want no, to wear it last week. I beat you up more when Brown is here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I beat yeah, you up yes, a lot yeah. less when it's just you and I. Because you know I'm fragile and I've got to get five days. You got to get five days. Yeah, out I don't of want me. the turtle to go into the shell when it's just you and I. <laughs> that's right. You don't want it to cold water effect. Um, but here, here's a here's a rule that will blow your mind. Back to the NFL rules. Okay, so so we're no no touchback fumble. That's no not fumble, overturned. No, no tush, tush push. push. But we've got. Is this a good one? No, this is from 1977 college football in. Someone fact-checked me on this, but I'm watching Nebraska-Alabama Legion Field 1977 last night. Was that night. a Labor Day night game, I think? Um, uh, another twist in that game. Tampa Bay opened up their NFL season that night, so I don't know when it was played. I get the feeling it was a Saturday night. Uh, but for some reason, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers opened up their season with a 1913 or 1912 loss at home to start their NFL season because Keith Jackson did a score update in a primetime game knowing that Tampa, obviously not on television, was playing somewhere else to show you how college football and the NFL is flipped. Different it was, was, it was 1977. And that was in August? Uh, I, I'll I'll get to well, the reason was, I bring this up, I mean, opening weekend. I, I don't remember that, but that was the summer of Sam when you had the no, <laughs> yeah, when the no, Bronx was the Bronx, no, the was, Bronx burning. was burning. I mean, that was a good thirty for yeah. thirty, but there yeah. was a correlation with what was oh. going on in New York's and and you know a lot of things. Okay, uh, the big blackout. You yeah. got you got a long time ago. You've got the wrong year or the wrong location. Nineteen seventy-seven, Alabama played Nebraska in Lincoln. Okay, so it must be seventy-eight then. Okay, and that was September seventeenth. All right, so nineteen so. Alabama. I don't want to ruin the story, but does Alabama win or lose the game you it's watched last week night? Week one, Alabama wins the okay, game. Okay, so that's the one at Legion nope. Field, September second. So I think you know. Yeah. I don't know if that was Labor Day, but it's Labor Day weekend. And that so was seventy eight. You said seventy eight. Yep. So the seventy eight. Son of Sam was behind bars by yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. so no, he, here is what I need fact check. <laughs> okay. Because late in the game, I think Alabama's up thirteen to three. Yeah, Twenty to three was the final. Yeah. Jeff Rutledge throws one deep on okay. third down. There's pass interference on the Nebraska guy. By the way, I think Alabama got the call. Don't really think it was pass interference. Hey, Birmingham, SEC yeah, office. Yeah. Uh, by the way, split crew back then. They used to do split yeah, crews. I remember that back in the day. Like, yeah. uh, our head officials from the Southwest Conference, yeah. uh, we got three officials from the SEC tonight. It was yep. three SEC, three, three Big, big eight. eight. Yeah. yeah. So it's an overthrow. No way it was catchable. Easier to fix games back then, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no way it was catchable. No way. And then uh, it's pass interference. Okay. And Keith Jackson says, man, that's, that ends up being a 37-yard penalty. Oh, spot of the foul? I think they had, and I don't remember this, I think they had spot fouls in pass interference in, the, in college football back in 1978. Can someone check that for me? Lunsford, you're here. Can you check that for me? 1978 college football rules. Did they have spot fouls for passing? I tell you what, that is an NFL rule I do not like. I don't I, either, and, and, and I'm glad it's not in college. Yeah, I am too. That's one. I I would like college to get some of the NFL rules. I don't like college no, having that. No, one. Fifth, I don't like fifth, spot fouls. Fifteen is what what it needs to be. Chris already checks in and says, "Yep, they did." I don't remember college football I ever don't having that. I don't either. I will tell you, there's nothing more frustrating when your team gets called for a PI on just a throw it up, the, Hail Mary, 55 yards down the field, and it's a questionable call. Yeah. yeah. No, let me tell you the worst. 
worst ones to me, yeah, questionable is bad, Lance. But, but this the was worst like ones to me. 7.48 left in yeah. the game. Nebraska on third down. They need the ball back. They need two scores. Yeah, the worst ones to me, Lance, we are... We had a quick offense back then, right? <laughs> my guy is in perfect phase, right? He's in great coverage. And the quarterback throws it up for grabs, and it's badly underthrown. And the receiver stops yeah. because the ball is five yards underthrown. My guy makes contact, and they flag it. I'm like... Uh, that, but I would argue it's not even a catch with the ball. But it wasn't going to make it to the receiver. I am surprised more receivers aren't taught to go back through the defender. Yeah, and just throw your hands up. And, and especially make, yeah. in the NFL. Like, don't even worry about catching the football. Just yeah. go back and draw that contact, and you're going to get the flag at 99% of the time. Of the NFL rule proposals, that's not one of them. We're not going to go to a 15-yard and a spot. We're keeping to the spot I, I mean, I don't like it, but I'm okay with it staying in the NFL. I don't think college defenders are good enough for that to be a rule in college. Does that make sense? That's exactly right. I don't think they are. I mean, nope. and and I just, I hate to dumb the game down, but I'm, I kind of like the 15-yard or... You get, a lot, you get a lot of panic. I'm just yeah. going to tackle the guy. We'll That's take right. 15. We'll go do it again. Now, it is still a spot foul if it's less than 15 yards. Like yeah. if the pass interference happens at yard seven, it's a spot <laughs> foul, but... Wow, I did not know it was a spot foul 30 yards down the field. Me, 37-yard penalties well, that, like Keith Jackson said. That did broadcast. not last long. Um, by the way, it was 95 degrees that day, by the way. By the way, the more I go back and watch Keith Jackson, Jeez. yeah, not as spot on as we thought. Oh, he, he, he was shaky at done, times. Done away with the new overrated Keith Jackson. Oh, look, you didn't get the critiques back then. You know why? Because you didn't have all of this yeah. access. Now, yeah. we're, we're at a worst time of announcers in the history of sports, by the way. I was watching some guy do it. Well, because there's say too like many. Game. Yeah, there's somebody, somebody I was doing a basketball game I was watching the other night, and it was play-by-play guy was a little shaky. I was like, ugh. Um, so there's a new hip drop tackle that likely is going to get passed. If you're not familiar with this, a lot of guys, a lot of young, uh, small DBs tackling powerful running backs who would tackle, get the, get their arms around them, and then drop. They, and, the but they roll, they roll into their leg. That's yeah. right. They land yep. on their legs, and that's the most injury-causing yeah. tackle left in the game. So it's going to be officiated if it passes, and they think it will, like the horse collar. Yeah. yeah. So I it's, mean, it's, it's impossible to tackle It now. is. I was going to say, it's impossible to tackle. Like, yeah. I don't know what – because you don't want an early premature whistle because if a guy can break a tackle, that's part of the excitement and part of a guy trying to get yards after a catch or yards, you know, on a rush. In, in, I'm sorry, Lance. No. I mean, interrupt you. But in your playoff game, that guy went in er, – uh, went in low on Tyler Higby. You remember the play oh, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. And I know people got pissed about that, but I'm like, was, what can he do? What can you There was no flag thrown. I mean, it's way. an open field. Of course, field. there was no flag thrown in any of that game. <laughs> the Puka Nakua's. <laughs> but it's an open field tackle with a DB on a tight end. Tyler Higby's a pretty big guy. I mean, what's the DB supposed to do? You can't hit him high. That's penalty. I mean, what's he supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, I really don't know where you're supposed to hit. Yeah. I guess you get... As long as your helmet's not in the way, you get basically chest. Yeah, there is no forgiveness. You get chest to waist. Yeah. Basically, there is no forgiveness in tackling anymore. That's I mean, it. and now it's less in the NFL because you don't get targeting in the NFL. You can get helmet to helmet. It's a fifteen yarder, but you're not thrown not out. Ejected. That is uh, the most predictable call too in college football. Oh, targeting. Like if you're sitting on the couch, yeah, you know like you coming. automatically know. Instead of a yeah. holy hell, that was a great hit. It's like. It's 15. He might yep. be ejected. Yeah, any big hits are like, well, here comes the flag. Oh, one more thing here, and then uh, we'll tell you about the Sports Betting Alliance and a couple other great sponsors. Ron Slay in the next segment as we jump into the basketball conversation. He's a Tennessee guy, SEC Network. Tennessee's in town. Uh, we've been talking about it all week. You will get that in the next segment. Todd Furman starts hour two. Uh, there is a consideration in the National Football League, and they think it likely will pass this year, that there will be no longer chain gangs. 
in the National Football League. Uh, We're going to get rid of the stick and chain on the sideline because there are chips and everything and, yep. and balls and players. And I assume you've got to keep a yard uh, first down marker out there just so I'll know where I need to get. Uh, yeah. If we're going to pay, if we're going to pay cheerleaders, you can play a couple old men to. Uh, uh, carry this that is, chain this is a needed rule. There's I, no I, use I for will a miss chain the game. chain game. Well, you never see the chain game. I That's, want that's the chain such game. a silly thing to say. You'll miss the chain game. They might come out one oh, one play a game. But the excitement when oh, people are both not, sides are nothing saying nothing more exciting than a couple guys trotting out with two sticks. Oh, I like it. I like oh. the chain game. You never see it. They don't use them anymore. Why do we pay? Why do we need them? We don't need a chain game. That's the most useless thing in football. How often do you see a kickoff return? Yeah, huh? not a lot. They're you talking don't. about getting rid of that too. They sure. are talking about getting rid of that. Why wouldn't but they? But the chain <laughs> game, because here's what they do now: they never spot it on the half yard line. They always spot it on the next yard line, and so it's easy to measure. It's first down or it's not, right? I mean, it's so easy to measure. And I don't know if you've noticed this. So we're we're not spotting between hash marks anymore? I don't think you ever see them. I think they try to spot it on the lines now. I'm not saying that that has been a rule change. I just think it's... Now that you... Yeah. I've never heard anybody come out and say it, but I have never really seen it spotted between. Yeah. I don't don't think it's a rule change. I think they've just instructed the officials, just go ahead and default to the next yard, the closest yard line to spot it. And if you notice... For purposes of speed of the game, Dunaway, if it's anywhere close, anywhere close, they fire it off and then wait for the challenge. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to. I'd like my defense to get that extra chain link of being able to play nah. for that extra spot there. Uh, that's some of the rules uh, consideration and those that may actually pass. Did overtime come up at all? Uh, did not. Did not. I think they like the overtime rule. They well, and I guess coaches are still learning it, right? With the yeah, new exactly. Even in the Super Bowl. All right. Sports betting alliance is one thing that, uh, that we've been talking about here uh, for a little over a week now. It's such an important time for sports gambling here in the state of Alabama. Yeah, look, and, and your voice can be heard now when it comes to this. Like, if you want to spend your money on things you want, like say, wagering, lottery. Uh, The Alabama State Senate is soon going to decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, sports betting, but they need to hear from you. You know, Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports. House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, you can go online, sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org, or write this number down. Call today. You better call early because they bail out on Friday. <laughs> 334-261-0800. That's 334-261-0800. And our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama, urologycentersalabama.com, keeping you healthy this time of year. UCA has over 35 urologists on hand in 16 locations across the great state of Alabama, treating all your urological needs from prostate health to kidney stones. They'll take care of you. So important, guys, to get checked out. UrologyCentersAlabama.com, UrologyCentersAlabama.com. Ron Slay in the next segment to talk basketball. It is a huge basketball weekend, not just with game day in town for the battle for the SEC championship, which we'll talk with Ron Slay about. Tennessee, Alabama, 7 o'clock tomorrow night on ESPN. Game day tomorrow at 10 a.m. on ABC as well. I did not know that, but also on ABC tomorrow game day. So national network television for the first ever game day in Tuscaloosa. But away from that, big game Mississippi State and Auburn tomorrow, 3 o'clock ESPN too. Listen to these other matchups you have tomorrow. Florida and South Carolina, both in the top 25, 11 on ESPN. Kansas and Baylor, both in the top 15, 12 o'clock on ABC. Oregon, uh, about uh, on the verge of 20 wins at number six, Arizona, one o'clock on ESPN. Number five, Marquette at number 12, Clayton, uh, Creighton, 130 on Fox. 
Houston's last chance to lose a game in the regular season, I think, on the road at Oklahoma, 7 o'clock ESPN 2. Michigan State needing a win at Purdue, 7 o'clock on Fox. And late night, Gonzaga and St. Mary's, 9 o'clock on ESPN. St. Mary's won the regular season last night in the Western West Coast That's Conference. First time in how long? 2012. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shift of power out there, isn't it? Yeah, but Gonzaga's locked up their 24th straight NCAA tournament bid, but they didn't win the conference this year. Yeah, so but that's good. a massive weekend on the first Saturday in March in basketball. Yeah, is this the year that Gonzaga does something when we don't expect anything? Could be, but they've only got one quad one win. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't trust them. Yeah, I don't but either. But you're right. This would be so Gonzaga. You've bought into them all these years, and the one year they sneak into the tournament, they make a run. Huge Saturday coming up in college basketball. We'll talk to Ron Slay about the SEC version of that coming up in the next segment. The show being brought to you in part by our friends at the Rump Shaker event that is coming down to Regions Field. It is Coral, Coral Colon rectal, colon rectal cancer awareness month, and that's part of the rump shaker. Yeah, and did you realize that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America? It affects men and women equally. If you're 45 or older, rump shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, it's treatable, it's beatable. Early detection is the key. For more information, rumpshakerinc.org. Don't forget about the 16th annual rump shaker 5K that is coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. For more information and to get registered, rump shakerinc.org Follow Scott Forrester on Twitter at Scott Forrester TV Spring weather is here and our friends at Hemphill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemphill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemphill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemphill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And, of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. What are you waiting for? It's nonstop gaming action at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Come play more than 900 of the latest and greatest games around, featuring fun bonuses and big jackpots. 
You can wager and win on horse and greyhound races from all over the world. There are more ways to win at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, located off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. Every day, someone is ridiculed and mocked for the clothing they chose to wear. It's a harsh reality we all must face. But you have the chance to change all of that with one visit to nextround.store. For just a few minutes of browsing, you will observe so many clothing options, from hats to hoodies to t-shirts. Please, for yourself or someone you love, go to nextround.store and embrace the warmth of true attire. Ron Slay in just a second. Show being brought to you today in part by our friends at Gutter Cap. See, Stu and the guys want to add value to your home and make life a little easier with our friends at Gutter Cap. Yeah, basketball has its madness in March, but homeowners who clean their gutters have it all year long. Eliminate your gutter cleaning madness forever with Gutter Cap. Call my good friend Chris Stewart, 205-823-2212. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau for two decades. On the board of directors, Gutter Cap's pan aluminum cover system fits over most existing gutters. Eliminate that dangerous job of getting on a ladder, cleaning out your gutters, 45% off the retail price right now. Now for March Madness, 205-823-2212. Guttercap, Birmingham.com. Cap it, don't snap it. It is Guttercap. I, I will tell you, I'm watching Ole Miss Alabama the other night. Right. Alabama Ole Miss, because it was in Oxford. Uh, visiting team first. So I'm watching that game, and Alabama's off to a sluggish start. Yeah. And I will tell you, this team has rocked me into a dangerous place. Is I think they can start off slow play bad, and their offense can shoot them out of bad situations. Here's Nate Oates on that very fact about how good the offense is at getting them back in the games. I think our guys need to know, like, offensively we're, and we're pretty high-powered. I mean, we put up a 1.43 tonight. And that was with our awful start. So, at any point, you know, we can go on a 10-0 run in a short amount of time. We just need to sit down and get stops. Obviously, our defense hasn't been great. It was a lot better tonight for that middle 20 minutes. We need it to be much better for the whole 40 on Saturday, but I think this gave us some, you know, we can see that we can do this. Obviously, Tennessee's a little bit better uh, offensive team. We're going to have to be much better, but we can do it. We're just going to have to uh, come out and really guard but if we do get down you know we can get some stops our offense can get us back in any game you know as long as our defense can start get some stops so just some stops gets them back in the game i would say you can't you can't do that against tennessee because their defense is so good and they lost by 20 up there but then i watched auburn on the road the other night go 1.38 on the scoring percentage you saw at alabama yep. being 1.4 something it's a metric thing but Auburn scoring the other night against that Tennessee defense was pretty dang impressive. Yeah, I wonder what the number has got to be for Alabama. I, you know, as far as to win this game, eighty plus points in nine straight games. Tennessee though has won five of their last six road games. That one road loss, weird game in College Station where they kind of got run off the court, where they were down twenty in the first half and ended up losing the game by sixteen. But what do you guys think the number against this Tennessee defense with a struggling Alabama defense um, is going to be? I um, would. Does, does Dalton Connect show up 
He's going to show up. Yeah, yeah. Dalton Connecton shows up every night. Yeah, and I, I don't think he's going to show up for 39. Uh, he only had 25 in the 20-point win up in Knoxville. Look, you just want to hold him to his scoring average around 21 points, and you've done an incredible job. For some reason, 93 pops out, Brownie. I was going to say 85. You think 85 a, yeah, could win it? it's a little bit lower than you. I think 85 could win it in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> this is going to be a high total. I would say this total is probably going to be 160. If I'm Alabama and I'm under 85, I, an Alabama fan, I worry if I'm <laughs> under 85. Ron Slay with the SEC Network, of course, played his basketball. Look at that hoodie. Tennessee. He's got that hoodie on. He's going to be sending us a yeah, We're going to do a hoodie trade with you, though, Slay. We're going to send you some hours, too, so you can wear them on, hey. uh, on 3HL. You guys are on camera up there. I'm just waiting on an address, man. That's all I need to I send know. my guys, man, so I can get y'all laced with the gear, man. Y'all, y'all going to look beautiful. It, it goes good with the set, maybe different colors. I, I got some good stuff for you. We, we had your uh, buddy Richard Hendricks on the other day, and we were talking about you, and he was Ooh. talking about – he was laughing about the Duke situation. Wake Forest, Filipowski acting like he had been shot by a sniper when a 120-pound co-ed ran into him, and we made this huge deal about this. Completely ridiculous, completely embarrassing. Another story, but he's like, if you want to see some hostile crowds, go overseas. And we brought you up, and he's like, I played with Slay over there. We were on the same team. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah, man, it's a different experience, and it's something I promise you that we cannot explain. It's something you have to see for yourself. I will say, man, when you talk about rowdy, they live up to it. That's the same thing that you see at soccer games and matches like that. It trickles down to whatever basketball club is involved with it, too. It's no different. It's just a smaller venue. The 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 smoke doesn't go from the flares doesn't go out of the arena right away. Like it's it's a little bit different. Yeah, speaking of smoke, do people actually because smoking is bigger in Europe? Um, do yes. people actually smoke in the facility? Man, listen here. My first time when I got over there, I got over there in '03, um, and I had an experience where we came. First of all. I walked in at halftime after our coach gave his speech. You know, for us to go back out, we had about like eight, eight, nine minutes left. The captain of the team had an espresso and a cigarette standing by the window. <laughs> I said, hey, man, this is halftime. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what you doing? So we go back out to warm up, and it's smoke everywhere in the arena. I'm like, dude, what happened? Did some pyro go off in here? What, 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 what did I miss? Everybody, instead of, they make everybody evacuate the building if you want to go smoke. But the people don't make you stand away from the door. So everybody's in the door smoking the cigarette with, with the smoke coming back into the <laughs> arena. You just sitting there like, come on, man. This is what we're going to do secondhand. We're going to do secondhand smoke at halftime of the game to see how, how our lungs are really, how good they really are. See? It was different, man. It was a different experience. But, hey, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world, man. Those nah. people love their sports over there. I can listen to these stories all day. I love a team captain <laughs> smoking with an espresso. With the the captain. Yeah. yeah. Did, did he go with an pinky? espresso, though. Is he a, was he a pinky out espresso drinker with those little small cups? No, he, and the funny thing, man, he was 6'11", so he had a Captain Morgan-like stance going on. <laughs> <laughs> with, those, with those wild-ass crowds, did you guys um, – obviously you saw altercations in the stands, but were there yeah. more fights on the court than you get like in the NBA? It wasn't as bad, actually, man, on the floor. Like, you knew the rivalry. You knew what it was. Um, you may get into it every now and then. But, man, the fans, that, that was the difference. Like, I remember I was at Galatasaray, and um, our, our, our this was in Istanbul, Turkey at the time, and our rival was Fenerbahce. Um, 
but man, great tradition. I mean, rich, rich tradition for both of them in football and in um in basketball. They would they would when the game started, they would get to fighting and they would light coins. <laughs> light the coin, a euro, a dollar, throw it onto the floor and want you to pick it up because you're instinctive. You're like, oh man, let's get this stuff off the floor so we can play. I went to go reach and <laughs> one of the, the captain from the other team for Finnebotch grabbed my hand was like, hey, don't touch that. And you could see the the coin was melting through the floor. <laughs> it was, dude, it's like, come on, y'all. We're just trying to play the game. I promise you we're going to give our all. <laughs> we're going to give our all. So it was weird, man. Uh, expect that kind of treatment for the volunteers when they come to Tuscaloosa <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, it's prime time. Game day's down there. What surprised you about uh, Tennessee? It was a good win over Auburn. It was a well-played basketball game, I thought. Mm-hmm. But I, I was surprised that it got to be that much of an offensive scoring output, especially Auburn's side, that they scored that much on Tennessee. What do you think of this volunteer defense this year? Well, yeah, I think I think it um when when needed that that defense always stands up. You know, what I mean, it makes the plays that it needs to do when when it comes to getting stops. Um, that's also finishing the the possession with the rebound. Uh, I think it's been a good twist. Um, as far as seeing the Walker and Jonas, they do end together and them kind of you know bringing a physicality to the game that we haven't seen in a while with Tennessee outside of the guard. So. That was good to see. But Auburn, man, I, I thought they answered the bell. It was good to see Jalen Williams back. I thought 100% Jalen Williams, the outcome of that game could be a little bit different, but it was good to see him back. The guards, to me, the guards, to me, did not, outside of Katie Johnson, didn't handle the physicality well. Aiden Holloway, coming off his game that he played against Georgia, um, Trey Donaldson, I, I, I guess maybe that's why they pulled him out of the start lineup. But, man, that was a difference. Um, in the guard play for Tennessee versus Auburn, I think that's what got the game up. So how does that how does, how does that go to tomorrow? Because Mark Sears, yeah. I think he had a handful of turnovers up yes. in, up in Knoxville in that big blowout. How does Sears handle that tomorrow? Yeah, you got to handle it early. I think that was the, that's where Sears let the rope slip away early on in that game in in in, in uh, Knoxville. He let a lot of turnovers and they were live ball turnovers. So Tennessee was able to get out and run and get some easy buckets to kind of build that lead and pad it a little bit where that offensive explosion by Alabama really didn't matter. So I think if you get an opportunity to take the ball out of his hand, this is a different Alabama team than Tennessee played earlier. Estrada can handle it. Um, do you get guys to step up though? If Mark Sears has to get rid of the ball and they're trapping on ball screens, do guys respond the way they do? Rylan Griffin plays great at home. Can he handle with someone chucking them? You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of it goes to the officiating crew. Do the officials let their guys play physical? If they don't, if they let it free-flowing, I think Alabama can run away with it. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, who gets the upper hand as far as being able to play physical up front. So one of our uh, big basketball fans in our audience, Paul, frequently sends us Torvik is the the site he gets this from, but it's uh, one of the metric sites. He sent an interesting one this morning, and I wonder if you have seen this and if you what you make of it, I guess. Um, he says Tennessee's defense is on the, on the road is 111th in the nation, but their three-point defense on the road is 292. Is, hmm. does, does the stat match what you have seen there? Are they that significantly worse on the road defensively? I'll tell you what, man. I, I think um, the rotation is broken down, so I guess you can say it. I'm, I'm not a big numbers guy, man. I'm more of an eye test right. guy. I do think closeouts are a little bit late later on the road because of breakdowns 
Um, but I think a lot of that deals with foul trouble and guys being able to get come in off the bench and not really be locked in. So it's going to be interesting. Like, we've seen it. Guys on the road and don't connect, get pulled. We we saw it at Georgia. We saw it at Mississippi State. Rick Barnes, if you don't think you're playing defense, he will make a note of it and take you out of the game. So you get other guys in those situations that haven't been there. So, I man, I <laughs> – it's one thing with the numbers, man. Give me the result. Give me the eye test. Uh, I can give a damn about a number. <laughs> you, you mentioned Don Kinnick, and that second half was ridiculous against Auburn the other night. If I ask you, look, and Grant Williams was really good a few years ago for Rick Barnes, and Chris Lofton yep. was really good for Bruce Pearl. But if I told you Don Kinnick's having the best single season in Tennessee basketball since Allen Houston, would that be fair? Yeah, man. Um, honestly... And the re- only reason is because the guys you mentioned before did it either on two levels or one level. Like when it comes to Chris Lawton, Chris Lawton to shoot the laces off the ball. Grant Williams get it on the elbow and just go to work. Donald Connect is doing this all three levels. I mean, it, 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 I, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to it. Um, when when you say, you say Allen Houston, that's the only guy I can think of that you would run. Two guys at man, and it was one. It was one screen. I mean, one one shot taken where they ran three people at Dalton Connect just to get the ball out of his hands. I, I don't really, I don't really remember dealing with nothing like that. That's that's a different level, man. So being able to put the ball on the floor, being able to play pick and roll, he brings a different dynamic. Being able to get the rebound off the rim and go. I don't, I don't know how you stop it, man. You just got to hope he off. Um, away from Alabama, Tennessee, it's a big weekend in college basketball. And then Mississippi State, who, you know, I think they're a tournament team. They've looked really good at times. They're in Auburn tomorrow. What do you make of, uh, this, uh, Chris Jans team from Starkville as they go to Auburn there? How do you, do you like this team? Do you think they can make some noise in the NCAA tournament? I do like this team. And I like this team. Reason being is because of the, the wrinkle that he had to throw into the, the, um, the lineup with getting guys injured and trying to get guys back. It was kind of like a blessing in disguise. You you were able to put Hubbard into the starting lineup. DJ Jeffries, when he came back, wasn't automatically in the lineup. He came off the bench. Um, you know, Tolu coming off the bench is huge. Like I don't know anybody that can match up with him as a reserve once the starting five-man is worn down a little bit. And then Hubbard, what he brings, dog, is we saw that duel between him and Reed Shepard. Now, I will say, um, this is a defensive-minded team. And when they're really rolling, they're locked in. Hubbard got to go guard somebody. Now between <laughs> between between him and Dillingham, man, they put the ball in the hole, boy. But they can't guard my son. He's thirteen. They're in school right now, so uh, they got to do something with that. But other than that, man, they are they fun to watch. I think this this team is a bunch that came back for this purpose to try to make this run in the in the tournament. And uh, I think it's all starting to come together for Coach Jans right now. He is Ron Slee. You see him on the SEC Network up in Nashville. He's on 3HL with Brent Doherty and Don Davenport. They do an incredible afternoon show there. And you can follow him on Twitter at TheRonSlee, at TheRonSlee. It is always fun, Slee. We appreciate the time, my man. Hey, man, it's good, man. And guess what? Hey, we don't like Bama. I'm, I don't know if anybody knew it or not, but Tennessee, we don't like Bama. So this ought to be good. This is going to be a, a great game. I hope it lives up to the hype. Hey, hey uh, let me ask you before you – when you say that, we had on Stephen Pearl, the associate head coach, obviously son of Bruce yeah. Pearl, who played there, and he said on our show, you know, people, you know, they, they, they wonder why we don't love Tennessee. They fired our ass. So, And I know that became a big <laughs> – 
topic of conversation in Knoxville over the last few days. But uh, yeah. what are the the thoughts from Tennessee fans on the pearls? I mean, I love the pearls. I think every a lot of this that, that this craze that's going on at Tennessee as far as basketball goes, you got to tip your cap to Bruce. Bruce brought that to Tennessee. It was it was dormant for a minute, um, clearing out the chairs in the student section to bring that type of atmosphere to um, Thompson Bowling is totally different, and it wouldn't have existed without Bruce. I'm gonna be honest, man. But um, as far as that's why it's always gonna be a little nasty, regardless if Auburn's good or not. When they come and travel to Tennessee, when Tennessee travels to Auburn, either way, it's gonna be a little nasty. The funny thing is, no, they didn't. No one fired y'all. Like this was, this was my man. This was my man's doing. What's the um, what's the um, point guard for Ohio State? Oh, uh, it was. Uh, uh, yeah. I forgot his darn name, but that that's his doing, man. Like, yeah. oh, what was his name at the uh, cookout? I forgot the yeah, at the cookout exactly. Like it wasn't Aaron was Glenn. It was Aaron something. Yeah, Aaron. Um, Aaron. I was gonna say Kraft. Aaron, was, wasn't it Kraft? No. Was it Aaron Kraft? Yeah, yeah, it was Aaron. It was Aaron Kraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, dude, nobody wanted y'all to leave. They damn near signed a petition to get you back when Cuzzo was coaching. So, you know what I'm saying? It's all love, dude, and it's always going to be right there. But the same thing he did with Neville Arena, the reason it's like it is, is the same thing Bruce Pearl did to Thompson Bowling. So, man, it's always love there. Slay, have a great weekend, man. We appreciate the time as always. Uh, y'all too, baby. All right, buddy. Go take, 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 <laughs> take care. That is Rod Slay with us. On the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. For those who don't know what Lance's talking about, when Stephen said that on our show, a friend of mine who lives in Knoxville texted me Wednesday uh, night and says, by the way, Eric Ainge's station, and that's the sports animal there in Knoxville, has been using that soundbite all day long, and the Tennessee fans are in a frenzy. And he's like, I laugh every time because they leave in there you asking the question. And I'm like, that's my boy Brown asking the question, and Stephen Pearl talks about how much they hate Auburn. Apparently, it got the Tennessee fans fired up. So. Yeah, and a great game the other night. Now, Auburn's got to come back down and put the loss behind them in the effort and take on Mississippi State tomorrow at 3. Bama's at 7 tomorrow night against Tennessee. And uh, game day tomorrow, and uh, we'll see the crowd and the atmosphere uh, both on ESPN and ABC tomorrow for uh, game day as it goes at uh, 10 a.m. Central Time locally for College Game Day. The show being brought to you today by our friends at Legacy. Nine branches here in the greater Birmingham area. And right now you can learn about the annual swap and drop promotion. It is back. Whether you have a car loan, a truck loan, a boat, a camper, a motorcycle, or even an ATV loan, you can swap your current loan provider to Legacy and drop your interest rate and monthly payments. You apply online in minutes at swapanddrop.com, swapanddrop.com. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions may apply. See credit union for details. Federally insured by the NCU. NCUA, but this is a wonderful program that uh, a certain time of year you get this great promotional rate from Legacy that stays with you for the life of the loan. Swap it from your current provider over to Legacy. Swapanddrop.com. Swapanddrop.com. One other note before we take a break here. Uh, it involves our buddy Charles Barkley. If you were watching the NBA last night on TNT, I was not, but I did catch it on social media. During one of the hits, you know, Barkley's now on Instagram. He's on social media. He does a lot of Redmond posts. And uh, he was playing uh, um, golf, celebrity golf with DJ Khaled at an event uh, down at the, the one that was recently uh, in, uh, in. It was the match, the which match, was down right. in Palm Beach. There's a story behind that, by the way. So they convince Barkley last night for a brief moment. 
Shaq goes, you know you're messing up. Every time you post on social media, you've got to go hashtag OnlyFans. Oh, no. Hashtag OnlyFans. No, no, no. And Barkley's like, Barkley's like, so that's for the fans of me so they can see it? I need to put hashtag OnlyFans? Yeah, that's it. And, uh, and Ernie was out last night. So yeah. it was the other guy who fills in for Ernie. He's not saying anything. And Kenny's like, yeah, hashtag OnlyFans. And Barkley's goes, so I just put hashtag OnlyFans on all my posts. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, they let Barkley in. Don't do that, bro. I mean, how many that. old people could you get on Facebook? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you only your fans seeing this. That's and right. if you put hashtag OnlyFans, yeah. only your fans yeah. will see we it. Do like if you're a Bama fan, only your yeah. Bama right. fans will see it. Interesting only, story in, only, uh, in trash on OnlyFans today. And you work hard at your job. You grind. Hashtag grinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <grind>. uh, <laughs> funny moment last night. Our friends at Hemphill getting you ready for that summer heat, which uh, despite the cool temperatures uh. here today, just around the corner. Yeah, one of those days that uh, Chili and Bullet just didn't want to go out this uh, morning. Don't blame them. Need to make sure that HVAC <laughs> unit ready to keep up with the changing weather. 205-229-2090. That's the number you need to call. Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys at Hemphill Services. Trust the name. Birmingham has trust since 1954 for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Hard to stop a train. For more information, HemphillServices.com. Take the next round anywhere you go with official next round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty. Almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call. GutterCapBirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now. 205-823-2212. Cap it. Don't snap it. It's Gutter Cap. If renting is putting a dent in your bank account, here's your sign from the universe that it's time to buy a new home. And who better to help you through the ins and outs of home buying than our friends at Mortgage Right? With Mortgage Right, you don't have to worry about becoming a short notice mortgage expert because they do all the heavy lifting for you. They're trusted mortgage professionals and they'll help you choose the right mortgage option and stand by your side every step of the way. Visit mortgageright.com/tnr to buy before renting runs you dry. That's mortgageright.com/tnr. NMLS 2239 equal housing lender. Want more of the show? Download the app or visit nextroundlive.com for the latest podcast, The Mystery Fifth Hour, our Not For All Ages podcast, The Last Call, and the entire Double Down Media podcast family. All at nextroundlive.com and on the Next Round app. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. 
Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. LT is about to tell you about Dr. B, but an interesting thing will happen this weekend. If you're not paying attention, and some of you do not care about the NBA, some of you do. Some of you don't care about LeBron James. Some of you do. He will become the person that starts the 40,000-point club. He's, I think, nine points away from that. And he will, at this, you know, barring a life-altering injury before they play again, he will become the first person ever in professional basketball history to have 40,000 points. Look, you can't doubt the greatness. And again, he is a polarizing guy, but I mean, he's playing at another level again this year. And if you watched, and it was one of our plays at Lance's Lock Wednesday night, and it was a late tip against the Clippers, they were getting dominated in that game, and they were down 21 in the fourth quarter, and he completely took over the game. The problem is now everybody's like, LeBron has done everything he can do. He's never going to pass Jordan in public perception. But LeBron wants to play with Bronny. If you've watched Bronny, he's going to be waiting a long time because I don't know if Bronny's ever going to be on an NBA yeah. roster. Do you want me to blow your mind on that, though? Uh, he has got a thousand more points than Kareem, a little more than a thousand more than Kareem. And he's done it in almost 100 fewer games than Kareem. That's crazy to think about. Now, scoring he, is a little different. It is. Well, and Carl Malone, they played almost identical games. Carl Malone has played two more games than LeBron. LeBron has got 3,000 points more than Carl Malone in the wow. same amount of games. Wow. That's a good guy's been an incredible scorer. He's played a long, long yes. time, always in the spotlight it, since his day in high school. You know, this is a, a guy that I brought up, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. It was the first time this year that we saw the Sycamores ranked, and then they go on oh, yeah. those back-to-back games. But Robbie Avila... The uh, the kid with the the uh, specs. Big, big guy and he's got the Rex. What's his new uh, nickname? <laughs> he's a white guy, so they call him Cream Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> I like that. It's, it's awesome. such a good name, and he looks so awkward. Yeah. Like there is nothing that looks athletic about the guy, but yeah. he's so good. Yeah, it's such a creative nickname. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff too. Tell us about Doctor B, man. Yeah, Doctor B is the guy. When I started to thin out, I asked around Doctor Beckenstein. They said you need to call this guy. He's going to hook you up. He's going to help you bring that help, that hair back. Uh, since I went to see Doctor B almost two years ago, my hair is more than doubled in thickness. For more than twenty years, women and men have turned to Doctor Beckenstein for a range of cosmetic and reconstruct. Procedures. He will use that experience as advanced training, genetic testing to help his patients fully understand the procedures they are considering. Call Dr. B today, 205 319 0316. I did one of the treatments last night on the couch. Uh, I do it three times a week, non invasive treatment, uh, 30 minutes each time. That's all I'm doing. Hair has more than doubled in thickness. For more information, go online today. Go to t3hair.net. And our precision sports medicine and orthopedic fact of the day is about Caitlin Clark. But first, let me remind you that precision sports medicine and orthopedics gets you back in the game whether you've tweaked a knee an elbow or whatever playing pickleball or pickup basketball and everything in between you can get that corrected and get uh, your life back in order oftentimes just to get you back to work 205-512-3885 
512-3885 or go to precisionsportsortho.com slash 2024. PrecisionSportsOrtho.com slash 2024. Orthopedic Care is better together. This is the place you go if you've injured anything from knees to your back, shoulders, or anything. Precision Sports Medicine and Orthopedic. It's PrecisionSportsOrtho.com slash 2024. Caitlin Clark announcing last night uh, that we think is a mistake. She's going to go to the WNBA, bypassing one more year of eligibility at Iowa. Not we. Where we, LT and I, thought she could make more money. Yeah, in college. It's, it's a bad decision on her part. But look, it's her decision. She's an adult. I mean, you can choose to do whatever you want to do. She's going to go number one overall. I saw ticket prices for her final home game start like low at like 600 up to like $4,000. Um, you know, I've got a friend that took his daughter to see her play recently. I mean, she's been great for women's basketball. But the problem is, WNBA, you just don't make money. Do you understand who the highest – I've never even heard of this chick. No, I, we, we brought it up. It's like $230-some-thousand. Yeah, yeah, Erica Wheeler is the highest-paid yeah. female player right now on the planet at $234,000 a year. There is no way – that she would make less than that coming back to Iowa City. Yeah, I know we say that, but I'm also thinking she's probably a pretty smart girl. She may know she's not going to make that coming back to Iowa City. Yeah, I know we can sit here and say... Endorsement money's where it's at for her, right? That's right, and and I don't know why everybody just assumes the endorsements are going to disappear when she goes to the WNBA. But because, they're not... because the last game, Ohio State, number two in the country, number one seed, already uh-huh. Big Ten champions, play Iowa. It's at 12 noon on Fox. Tell me the last time you watched a WNBA game, that'll get good ratings this week yeah but I mean, you guys Fox. make it all about tv ratings it's about much more than that but, it, but yeah, the but exposure a, helps your endorsement endorsement yeah. she's gonna okay. make, she's got higher exposure in iowa there's, city I'm not, than she ever will in the wnba i'm not gonna argue that one bit there's there's no argument at all so that. what are you arguing huh i am arguing that you guys are just saying the endorsements are going away y'all just make that no, assumption no yes, I, you are I, no you no, literally no, are making no. that assumption i'm no. saying that and he's saying the same thing that yeah. she can't make as much in endorsements as she will make that's what i'm saying you're saying the endorsement numbers are gonna y'all have no I go away. They're just not going to be as good. You say that, but you don't know. Y'all guys, y'all are talking and you don't know the facts. Well, you don't either. I don't, but that's why I'm saying you can't say she's making a mistake because you don't know the facts. Look, I know once she gets done, like she's on my radar right now and I don't watch women's basketball. Her popularity's up here right now. Yeah, once she goes to the WNBA, she's going to be forgotten. Uh, I mean, she may be, but I am saying you really think Nike, you really think Nike, who's one of her endorsers, and Gatorade, who's one of her endorsers, is going to say... Yeah, we're dropping her now. No, no, we're not dropping her now. But Brown, if your peak is here, right, where you are right now, because right. you're in college, Iowa, da 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 da, and you go to the WNBA where it's less exposed, it's not a, it's going to be an instant drop off, but it's going to be. But she's not necessarily less exposed. Yeah. She's on TV. Less, okay, but let me but ask you this: minimize her exposure. Y'all are thinking about it, and I hate to say this. Y'all are thinking about it in old school thinking. This is right. not just about TV numbers, right? No, this right. is about her. Uh, social media impact that she right. has. They can use her in commercials. They right. can launch lines with her. I would her. ask you a simple question, though. Sure. If you are the CFO of Nike or Gatorade, and you were trying to get the maximum you know, push for your brand with her endorsing, mm-hmm. would you rather her be at Iowa or playing for the Fever or the Mercury? I, I don't know all the facts. I don't know how they approach this. Let I me mean, say I know- gut feel, though. Well, I mean, I know where the TV numbers are better, but I don't know. Y'all are basing this on a just a TV metric, no, and you can't do I'm that I'm actually anymore. not. I'm basing it on exposure. 100% you are. No, but you're I, using no you it. don't know because you're not in my head. I'm telling you, I'm basing oh, it on I've, exposure. I've been in your head so for years. So it's television. It's television ratings, yes. Okay, but that's it's the also, first thing it's, you say. It's everything. It's yeah. everything. Right. But those, and so you're up here right now. The rest of the stuff is not necessarily going away. 
No, it's not going to go away. It's just not going to be where it could be. Like, she's going to leave money on the table by leaving Iowa See, City. You, you say these declarations. I don't know if she is or not. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, I'm not 100%. Yeah. Would I bet my life on it? No. Would I bet a lot of money on it? Yes. But I'm just saying, are y'all saying this girl's just dumb? That she looks at all this and says, well, I'm going to the WNBA anyway? No, I think it could be a couple of things. Like, this has been a special season for her. I think she right? thinks she's got an opportunity to make a really deep run in this tournament. And maybe she doesn't want to come back and have all of that pressure night in and night out being from the state of Iowa. Once she goes to the WNBA, again, I think she's going to be kind of forgotten. I'm just saying she has all the facts and is making this decision. I don't know why everybody just assumes she's dead. Darren Ravel said she's making a $700,000 mistake. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever read on social media. This well, girl's I mean, not stupid. He keeps up with that, but money might not be no, the most he important keeps thing up for with her. It, but he throws a bunch of crap against the wall. He doesn't know what he's talking about. She's leaving money on the table. I feel yeah. really good about that. Well, then she's dumb. So you think well, she's, dumb? she's well, dumb? Money doesn't drive everybody yeah. around. Well, I know, but I mean, I don't know why everybody just no, did, on the automatically assumes she's leaving money on the Peyton table. Manning I'm before... saying she could look at. She knows the numbers. She's probably making an educated decision here. Yeah, but I know the numbers. She's also Pey- probably being told you will be the one that'll be the face of the W. You will put right. the WNBA on the map. Yeah, you are yeah that she's good. probably she being could, told that she could be that person. In another year. That's what doesn't make sense to me. She can't come back to Iowa, and I would never call Peyton Manning dumb. He stayed at Tennessee, made no money, and waited a full year to make all his money when he could have made it a year, year sooner. I just, I feel really good that she's going to leave money on the table. Um, and I think for people that enjoyed watching her at the collegiate level, I think it's unfortunate because you're not going to watch her anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, that exposure there on television, which is old school thinking. Uh, top of the hour here. Oh, I mean, don't just take a shot like that. It is. It is old school thinking. Yeah, you know, it, it's not just about watching TV. That's is, like, that's what, oh, oh, she's not on TV anymore. She disappeared. That's not the way it works this day and age. It isn't. But you also get exposure when you're on Fox at 12 noon, right? I, I, which you helps do. you with what? Social media following, correct? You do. But yeah. I'm just saying you're basing it all on TV numbers. Here's what not you will see, though. Like, if she was playing for Iowa, if she had the, the gold and black on, you'd be like, oh, Caitlin Clark. Now that she comes out, it's going to be like the Brian Arakpo. It's going to be like, hey, there's Caitlin Clark. Like, you're going to have to say who she is where people can't even recognize well, that, her. That check cashes the same whether they oh. say her name or not. Top of the hour, when we come back, um, <laughs> you can't do good deeds anymore. I'll prove that to you. And we'll talk a little college football and continue to set the table for a weekend of amazing basketball around the country, including... Uh, Tennessee and Alabama over in Tuscaloosa, which is a big week. The show being brought to you in part by our friends at Michelson Laser Vision LT. Yeah, 205-969-8100. That is the number you need to write down. Make that call today. Find out if LASIK is right for you. Uh, again, I had the procedure done over two decades ago. I've still got 2015 vision, better than 2020. 205-969-8100. Dr. Mark Michelson, Dr. Jen Michelson, best in the business. 205-969-8100 or michelsonlaservision.com. Never miss anything Auburn. Watch Village Vice at Wardam Pods on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcasts.